Hello and welcome to the Christmas edition, because I know Pete loves Christmas. Yeah, oh. absolutely <laughs> love this year. The Sphere podcast. Um, we hope everybody's staying safe and enjoying Christmas, going out and getting drunk, because you couldn't last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, going back to our podcast last couple of weeks ago, that we did, we'd had that mention, obviously, of when it kicked off. Was it Liverpool that kicked off? Yeah, in the meantime, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And you said there would be worse... You to, said yeah, that would be yeah, worse anyway because of obviously mass migration pulling out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, places like that, yeah. Um, with that, do you think we're going to see a lot more over? Do you feel like the they are aware that there's more going on? They're going to, yeah, they're going to go for make it grand, don't they? That's what they do. That's what terrorism is about. So I reckon, unfortunately, they run up to Christmas because we'll see one or two more. Mm. And there's been some kind of alerts, haven't there, that say. If you know, if people have noticed them on the news, so mm-hmm. the likes of there being armed police in Cheshire Oaks yeah, and yeah. be vigilant at Christmas markets, that's got to hold some weight, hasn't it? It's going to be, uh, I think that's probably driven by Intel. Because um, all of a sudden, I mean, there's never been police, armed police there before. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, perhaps it's just inc- increased the police presence. You didn't thought nothing of it, but putting armed police there. Are they expecting something? But I've said this for a long time, it will be some sort of, unfortunately, some sort of shopping centre. Yeah. Because there's mass casualties, isn't it? That's it. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people said that the bomber in Liverpool was mm-hmm. actually there at the hospital. He was headed towards the Cenotaph, wasn't he? He was, yeah. The Cenotaph was going on. Um, that was his plan, apparently. But it misfired on him. But the sound of things, it went off prematurely. Mm. Shame for the taxi driver, he would burst eardrums, a little bit of yeah. this and the other, but as regards the guy in the back, well, good riddance. Yeah, you know, so. yeah it's no loss, is it? No. It's quite, been quite a heavy police presence and other parties on, on the streets of Liverpool when they were sorting, sorting out the end, yeah. the outcome of that, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. There was other parties by... Who do you mean by that, sir? Nobody got. <laughs> But there's there's been a mass amount of people who've come out and, and kind of looked at the intel and where they're going and mm-hmm. keeping an eye on things. But it's a bit sad that it has to actually come to that for them to actually do anything sometimes. Yeah, I mean, again, it's all, a lot of it's driven by intel, MI6, 5, all, you know, all of them. Basically 90% of what's going on, mm. but you're going to get some of the slip through the net, so it is. Especially when they go lone wolf, like he was. Yeah. You know, so it's... Um, very hard thing to nail down. So in general, if you could say you, like if you were seeing somebody who looks a bit shifty, give us a kind of, obviously there's no definition of what a terrorist looks like, mm. what would you be looking out for in, say, a busy centre? Just uh, just out of place, out of place, you know, they dressed, the obvious things like backpacks, you know, but then a lot of people carry backpacks now, so that's yeah. hard to determine. Sometimes though, if you're, Obviously, if you're skilled at it, you'll, it's the body language that mm. gives them away. But again, you know, Joe Public, no disrespect, we know how to read the body language. Yeah. But this is what you're looking for, and, you know, not much else you can do is just go with that. Yeah. And I think people do, when they're in the midst, especially Christmas shopping and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, they're focused on that one thing, aren't yeah. they? They need to keep an eye out, really, of what's going on around them. Exactly, yeah. Because again, you. Well, right there, they focus on shopping. They haven't gone to, you know, to, unfortunately, take the kids for a day's shopping and the family and thinking, 
Let's look out for bombs and stuff yeah. like this. They're just thinking shopping or let's go see Santa, whatever. You know, but again, it's just terrorism to strike fear into the into people. So it's mm. all about you know, if they don't do anything, it's still striking fear. That's a, it's it's a scary world out there, isn't it? And mm -hmm. I think because I'm sure we've we've mentioned this before with the fact of the the government advice. What was that? Um, get down, hide, and tell. Run, hide, tell. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Which is ideal, but in the same sense, it's not. Say somebody's coming up with you a pair of knives, like you said. If everybody started lobbying something at them, yeah, then they aren't going to get very far. It's just it's the training, isn't it? You know, because like I said before, I mentioned in one of the podcasts, I think about that. In the fish market in London, mm. they saw it on the news. The cafe and police are telling them, "Don't There must have been fifty people in there. Yeah, three people coming in. The odds are in your favour. It might sound a bit yeah. silly, but you just pick plates up, whatever's in there, and all throw them at them at once. They can't stop everything. Exactly. But then it's it's all down to it's training, isn't it? Controlling the fear. Everybody's got to have fear in that yeah. situation. But like uh, without plugging fear too much, that's what we're training for to control the fear. Yeah, definitely. Any, anybody says to you they're all scared of things like having a gun put in the face or things, you know, a knife suddenly pointed into the face and if they say they weren't scared, they're talking rubbish. Yeah, or well, they've never experienced it. Yeah, but it, it's for you, we train you to control it. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Definitely. Awesome. Um, so you, you've got, is it February? You're doing an escape and evasion weekend. Yep. Yeah, um, in, yeah. 12th and 13th, if I remember right. So tell us a bit about what that entails. Well, basically, <laughs> as it says in the title, you get the chance to escape, if you're quick, from this, you know, like a site, we set up a camp sort of thing, escape, evade, you run to force all night, mm -hmm. all night, keep out of the way. Once you get caught, which you will, whether it's early on or early in the morning. That's like telling people the end of um, a film there, but go on. Yeah, but they will get caught. <laughs> If they don't get caught, it means the loss of the dead. I'll never find them, so it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> but let me do a little bit of the old interrogation. Got a special building up there. We stand up in there, and you know, stress positions, things like this. Um, yeah. You chuck a bit of water on them if it's cold. Mm, well, it was it was definitely cold on the on the survival. Mm. It was chilly, but I think a lot of people enjoyed it and yeah. really got into it, which was awesome to see. Um, I think that's that's something that people will do again. Yeah, so um, you're saying, yeah. Or I think that's even, something you'll put on again, isn't it? Or the people on the course ask me that if I do all the versions, I say, well, I just do them bespoke. Yeah. You know, it's people just want to do it like a steady one, learn things, so others want a bit more extreme. And that's the thing. And I think we had um, one of the young lads, he was about 12, and he was mm -hmm. one of the ones who first started the, to make fire, wasn't he? Yeah, with, yeah, without yeah. Matches. he did well. He did really well. Hmm. Um, but I think everybody got involved and, and really learned a lot from it, which was good. Yeah, that's good. So that's Definitely. perfect. But it's not just that that Sphere does, does it? It can go from that to the extreme of of dealing with mass um, concerts and things like that and security uh, exactly. needed for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you only actually mentioned a concert there. Three weeks ago in America, there was a mass shooting again at the concert. I'm sure there was, yeah, some sort of oh, mass stampede, something yeah. went on. Oh, yeah, there was a mass crashing, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, crowd, you know, so, so in a sense, that's part of survival. You know, would you go on if this went off? Yeah. If you were at a concert and a bit like the I mean, you know, the Manchester Arena could be yeah. a few years ago. It's not an easy answer because the bloke basically just walked in with a backpack, but then it's the after effect. What do you do after where yeah. if you're still alive? What do you do? How can I cope with this? What do I do with that? Who can I help? That's how, it. How do I do it? 
you know, so it's all this training part of the course. Travel safety is, comes into it as well. Then it, it goes into kidnapping random course, which you do. Yeah. Which is a lot about the awareness of it. And people might say, well, I am aware, but if that's the case, why do people get kidnapped? Well, that's it, yeah. I suppose so with kidnap and ransom. In the same sense, it is one of those you think that's never going to happen. It, it does, but it does. Unfortunately, it isn't just you know the rich and famous. It's mm. what they call, um, what do we know? This latest kidnappers. Basically, they, they kidnap you, take you to a machine with your card, take all the money out, yeah, and let you go again. Express kidnapping, that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. And that's all they do. They're not going to keep you a long time, just take you, keep you long enough to make you get that to money get what out. what they need, yeah. And then they just chuck you on the street. That's yeah. an, that goes on in, like, what, tourist areas. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think, well, it, people are becoming more combative out on the streets, aren't they? It's a rule anyway, so... There is that element of, of concern around everywhere you go. I mean, you look at that 12-year-old wasn't ever expecting mm. to get stabbed while she was well, out. Well, exactly. How, how can you plan? You can't plan for it. That's it. The poor soul, you know, she's only 12, went and watched Christmas lights, we switched on and got mm. stabbed in the neck, apparently, by some, well, 14-year-old. So what, who would expect that? They're starting younger, though, aren't they? Yeah. And the justice system isn't enough, really, no, it's for not, it's not working. what you feel like they're getting. So, say, that kid gets possibly, what, 20 years? He won't get that. Yeah. You know, and this business of anonymity, you know, they, they aren't allowed to name you. Why? Yeah, exactly. You know, if you want to act like an adult, you should be exactly. should be treated like one. He's 14, he knew, he knew what he was doing. This is it. You know, so, but again, you can't, um, you can train for things, God forbid it ever happens, but you, you don't know when it's going to happen, that's the thing. No, that's it. So that's the point of, <laughs> just plugging things, but it's the point of training. That's it, to know what to do when these things are happening. Exactly. And there are so many stories nowadays that you hear somebody's being stabbed. I mean, around here especially. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's getting, it's, it's rife. To be honest, it's this is it. terrible. But, uh, People have added guns into the mix now about the sound of it too, yeah. which isn't ideal. So You know, people think it's just, oh, they see like a knife or something, but machetes. Mm. Using gangs chopping each other up, basically. Um, what they call prison-style shanks, which is basically just... They make them up themselves. Yeah. Short them. But the length of the hand, so you can't see into the ribs, jumped up. And the gang mentality as well, because they do that kind of right of passage with thing, don't they? Yeah. Where you have to go and you stab somebody. Come and bag somebody, which isn't one of the nicest things in the world. Oh, what, but... a, what a world it is, isn't it? So, yeah. Unfortunately, the police can chuck as much money as they want at it, they won't stop it. No, this is it. But the thing is, there's a lot of outside, um, like, you don't want to say companies, more. Outside parties who are coming up with, well, not much. They're bobbing onto the internet and saying, oh, yeah, we, we're against knife crime. And they seem to put out a couple of little posters on Facebook every now and then. Yeah. Saying, give us some donations and exactly. we'll use it for, and we're not sure what they use it for. No, well, yeah, just it's, have a look at the drive. Yeah, this is <laughs> it. they got parked, in it? <laughs> this is the thing. So it's not actually helping communities no. and a lot of people are kind of looking to them or they're sitting there saying, well, come and talk to us after the event. We'll, we'll support you. And it's like, well, it's yeah. a bit late when we kids five, uh, six foot under. Exactly. Yeah. yeah this, this, um, see, again, these, I don't know personally, but these people, they, they haven't been there. No. They haven't done it. You know, and I can vouch for that I have been there and done it. But then, how can they, how can they talk to somebody about their son or daughter getting stabbed or getting attacked themselves? When they've never been in that situation. That's it. How can you talk about something, you know, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? 
But they're not proactive with the, the prevention, are they? And I think that's a concern. There's, there's so many things out there, even things that are put on social media, by even by the police, it just says we're against knife crime, but mm. it's not teaching people how to manage if they are attacked. Exactly. But then the other, every now and then, another knife amnesty. Yeah. Criminals aren't going to them in, are they? No, this really. is it. So, just um, people are panicked, I shouldn't have that knife, even if it's just a collector. And get rid of it, but your criminals still got Well, yeah, and I think there was um, somewhere along the line there was a little old lady who'd handed in all of her knives and mm. they, they were just in a kitchen, so she thought she had to hand in all of the knives. Yeah. They had nothing to blow and cut a bread with after, but <laughs> at least she wasn't going to stab anyone. True. <laughs> Probably never went through the door, but I think it's, if you're going to be that much of an arsehole going around and stabbing people, yeah. you're not going to sit there and go, Do you know what? I've turned oh, the lethal hand yeah. knives in. I'll just get rid of my knives, yeah. But again, it's not always a knife, is it? No, I was about to say, you could have an amnesty, it could go well, but stick a screwdriver yeah. into somebody, anything. You know, uh, what? A brick over somebody's head, it's Well, exactly, everything's a weapon. Yeah. Because you would stamp on it, normally splinters off in a point. That's like a knife. So, you know, taking knives off the street isn't really the total answer. No, this is it. Where is the total answer? Apart from, as I say, prepare. Well, that's it. It's sure. learning to protect yourself, isn't it? If you do yeah. find yourself in that situation. Yeah. And I think a lot of us can say we find ourselves in situations where we've looked across and thought that's not going to end well, whatever it is. Mm. Mm. Um, I spoke to a colleague the other day who said they were in a pub and a fight kicked off. Yeah. And he said you could see it happening at least 15 minutes mm. before it did. And he said, I don't know why they kept serving him drinks. But the next thing you know, he's on the floor sparking. Yeah, exactly. And that's all it takes, isn't it? It's being able to look around and see what's going on. This is the awareness training, again, because of one of my jobs is working in close protection bodyguarding. I actually had a meeting a couple of weeks ago with a local MP. In light of this uh, MP that got stabbed at his, yeah. at his surgery. So, so they're offering my services in a roundabout way. And when I was chatting to him, I was pretty shocked. He said, well, you know, the government do give us some coverage, but basically it's a, it's a doorman. Yeah. Which is basically like just static security. Yeah. He says, and he actually said himself, he said, but they haven't got the thing that you've got, the, the awareness that, you know, what's coming before it happens. That's it. And I said, well, exactly. Because in all fairness, and it's not doing down the job of security guards by any means, but it's quite a, a simple licence to get your SIA for just your static yeah. security. Yeah. yeah. And people are buying them on the internet, basically, at That's times, it. without having any type yeah. of training. And as with some dodgy so-called training centres, not teaching people stuff, just turn up, give me your money, and they put the exam through and everything. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's crooked, isn't it? But that's it, and that's that's what is protecting, say, the MPs and things like that, so they haven't got um, much protection either. No, exactly. But, but going back to your awareness, I remember, <clears throat> I think it actually probably two or three years ago now, time flies, doesn't it? But um, the guy, the SAS guy, and I thought, you know, we somewhere overseas, exactly where it was but he was over there training soldiers yeah and that all kicked off in that mouth there was an instinct and his awareness was to go in yeah and he saved a lot of lives but that's coming back to myself that's where i learned these sort of things and that's what i put into my courses for people give them good awareness that's it but without the training yeah unfortunately you just uh just say you panic that's it yeah that's it and i think as well i think what i find in training mostly is the fact that we are in the public eye. I think we do look for others to take responsibility for mm. us. And mm. we'll sit there and go, well, 
the police should be sorting this out, the police should be doing that. They aren't magicians, they can't teleport to where you are, that's Definitely. the thing. And I think the responsibility lies with myself to be able to protect myself and, and to keep myself alive because after the events in, this shouldn't have happened and I should have been protected by the powers that be. Yeah. It's a bit too late while I'm possibly, if I'm lucky, just lying in hospital. Exactly. It's, it's, it's this prepare, you're preparing yourself for it. Mm. And it's the old, um, the old say, be responsible for your actions, you know, don't pass it to somebody else. Take responsibility for yeah. what you do. So it comes over to look after yourself. I mean, it's okay, like you said, isn't a policeman on every corner? No, that's it. Or there's a security guard on every corner in a shopping mall. I don't think people are scared of the police like they used to be. That's, no, that's, that's no another thing. There's no respect, no. no. That's it. So you've got people who are assaulting, even the police are being the ones that are getting assaulted. Yeah. And, yeah. and they single crew quite often, don't they? So mm, they, exactly. they should really be have something to protect them if they do end up one-on-one -on -one with somebody. Crazy world. Again, going back to the Liverpool thing, uh, the, the guys to you, as you mentioned earlier, so lads from there. I just yeah. said other agencies. Yeah, did, yes, Other yes. agencies turned up. Well, they were up there, <laughs> two or three of the guys, but again, the police have got the specialised firearms unit, but they still need that experience behind them. Yeah. That's why the lads went up to, basically went bare shape, they take over. Going right back to the 80s, what they did in the embassy, the police started it. Yeah. You know, the Iranian embassy, and then when it got a bit dangerous, the lads went to. Mm. So again, it's not just promoting that, it's just saying it's the training. Yeah. They, tra they train to do that. By training, again, to talk, I suppose, training with Sphere, you're learning to be responsible for yourself. Yeah. And that's the way it's all about, because, again, so I'm not being disrespectful, you might be a, a pub somewhere and get attacked, I'm not sure you're going to pop out to a club and say, do that move, show you. No, exactly. You know, so you, you're there, you've got to do it yourself. I don't know why you keep insinuating that I'm at a pub, though, but... Okay, yeah. in, the, in the library. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah all the terrorists in the library but yeah it's yeah. um it is a fact that it could happen anywhere anytime really mm. um and it is important to be prepared and be aware of what's going on around you yeah. and i mean i think it, it, violence in itself is increasing anyway isn't it we yeah. are seeing so much more of it and it is it's like i said years ago what happened to the old both two lads go outside have a punch up shake hands after that's it but now it's you can get through the door they shoot you in the back or stick that's a knife it. through you just so it's gone I suppose that's you could say it's evolution, but it's not good evolution, is it? No, and I think times have changed to that point of where it always used to be, it, it was the general saying that you're most likely to get murdered or attacked by somebody you know. Mm. That's not the case anymore. No. The people are just doing it, as you know yourself, some of the work you do, a lot of it's down to things like this, but he, uh, what do you call it, monkey dust and all that. They're off their heads, they don't yeah. even know what they're doing, so you have little voices in the red telling them, I've got to kill that person and all that sort of thing. But, I mean, that's gone on for eternity, but the thing is, like our training, it, it's there for the taking if people are just... Yeah. And it will help them. If I didn't think it worked, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It's simple as that, you know, so I've got a second, as you know, so I've got a different job. I'd be bodyguard, I could just say, well, I'll just go do that. Yeah, exactly. But I really want to give something to people through my training, that's what it's all about. Well, that's it, not make them, well, see them as a statistic, oh, I can't even say it, statistic. Exactly. Um, and also make them affordable because there's people out there charging an absolute fortune. Yeah. Whereas, as long as things are covered, you know, expenses and things, I'm happy because I want to teach people that's it. That's it, and give them that, that sense of being able to protect themselves. Yeah. And uh, I think, as well, it doesn't deter you to go into crime as much for 
is going to cry because oh, the sentences aren't that long, are they? Well, they get a wife for Riley, don't they? This is it. A warm, warm bedroom, bed, television, mm. three meals a day. The poor squaddies have been Afghanistan or Iraq and they're sleeping in the cardboard boxes in London. Yeah. So you tell me what's, what's right in this world. This is it. And it's just there's no deterrent to cause, like, not to commit these crimes. And no, not at all. The, it's sometimes for some people, the more you do, or the more brutal you are, the longer time you get inside, but that becomes your routine, and yep. there's no there's no kind of worth ethic pushed in there. No, exactly. It's not hard time anymore, it's more... It's easy. Go play on your Xbox time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but even down to, you know, they've got, like, say, television, Sky, television, all this. There's even talk, there's some prison somewhere, they've got phones. They allow them, yeah. I think it's a prison sentence or a holiday. This you know, is so. it. Or, um, it's like Butlins by the sound of it. They get a gym, fully equipped gym. People on Civic Street have pay to go to the gym. That's they it. They get it for free. Yeah. So does crime pay? So, it know. seems to. That's the thing. Well, you know, it's uh, the way of the world. But like you said a bit earlier, you've got to take responsible for yourself. By yourself, you can mean your family and, you know, so. Yeah, that's uh, it. It's anybody who's in your inner circle, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So, I mean. <laughs> Just to finish off, we've had some absolutely crazy weather lately because mm-hmm. we are British and we do do the small talk of weather. Is there any kind of tips? Because I know you, you know you, you know the score with driving. Any kind of tips of driving in the icy weather that isn't just given by like the AA? Well, I suppose they do give some tips out, but the thing is, on snow, ice, you got to keep the ratio down. Mm. You go in for your ski, that's when you see these people skidding all over the place. You got to sort of see second, third gear. And idly to cross rather than trying to go fast. Your car might start chucking a little bit, but that doesn't matter because the gears will be engaging and gripping better. Yeah. Sorry, the tyres. So, pretty much, it's, it's like if you go into a spin, turn into it, go with it. Don't try to go against it because that'll send you in a spin the other way. Yeah. So, basically, you're in that spin, turn into it, and eventually it'll come to grinding all. Unfortunately, you might hit something, but that's, <laughs> that's the way it is. But yeah. turning it against it makes it even worse. Yeah. But again, it's, uh, you know, gears, don't use brakes mm. on ice. If you use brakes, you're basically locking the wheel, so it's just going to skid. Yeah. With the gears, the wheel's still turning, which is gripping. You know, so basically things like that. Awesome. And also, before you go out in your cars, make sure you clean the windscreens. Yeah, seen so many people who don't oh, do I that. I saw one of the day, basically, and I, I, I could not believe he got a square. <laughs> he's leaning into the window because it was misted, and he'd actually got his phone to his ear as well. And I think, you are kidding mm. me. Yeah, but then it's only seven odd years for manslaughter, so again, well, exactly. he's off to Butlin. Um, but just, I mean, you know, extra five minutes to clear your car, what's that? This is it, it's ridiculous, it absolutely is. Mm. But no, thank you for your time again, Pete. No problem, and my pleasure. We hope you all have an awesome Christmas and yep. enjoy it more than last year. Yeah, it's got to be better. <laughs> Wishing you all the best, cheers. See you.